Coming to you from McCracken County High School, it's episode 28 of The Main Report. I'm Brendan Evers. I do this show with Jameson Evers, my twin. We're on 94.3 WKYX and available anywhere you get your podcast. We've got a spring musical this year, unlike we did last year. And uh, we've got a leading cast member of that, Jonathan Strachan, um, who I just joked with, is a holy guest on the show because he plays the part of Jesus in Godspell. So welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thank you. Um, And, you know, it's got to be exciting to finally be doing this again. You didn't get a fall play uh, this year, and it's been... correct. What has it been? Oh, like 18 months since the last show Mm -hmm. for the theater department, and you finally got to record. Mm -hmm. So... uh, what is it like to be back finally? Yeah, that's a very good question. So, Greece, obviously, we were really far into it. You know, whenever it got, can- I think we were maybe two weeks out from show. So that was a big, um, that was a big kick. That um, that was no fun. But you know, we didn't get a fall play this year either, um, and we just found out that we were having Godspell, and every it was like it was like a shell shock, honestly, because we had never heard anything about any productions you know restaurants were closing down people were losing money and then a few months later it was like we're doing a show and that was really cool um you know to find out after so long that we can actually do something but usually we hold auditions in like december and then we find out around like january when you know who the cast is but we have been on such a time crunch that we found out um, that we were having a musical that next day we had auditions and then like a day or two after that the cast list came out so whereas it usually is a month long process it took like a week it was an expedited process yes. for certain there um, now one thing that Alex Dykus told us on the show uh, was that there wasn't really much guidance when it came to doing uh, musical theater in terms of the pandemic and all that mm-hmm. so um, he and Miss Bowden kind of wrote their own so, um, what's different this year? Like, what have, what have you guys been following? I know that Godspell allowed for a smaller cast mm-hmm. in order to have less members or, you know, less uh, extras and stuff mm-hmm. on that on stage. So, what's different this year? What's different? Okay, so usually we have at least like 50 people in the musical. And then this show, I think it calls for 12 or 8, which we have 26 cast members. I think it's 26, which is, you know, half of what we usually have. So there's that right there, you know, half of the cast that we usually have, um, which has been a very interesting thing because, you know, I'm used to being shoved in a dressing room with like 15 other guys as opposed to like four. Right. Um, But, um, yeah, it's, um, sorry, what was the question? Yeah, we were talking about like what what all was different uh, with the show. So like uh, in terms of anything right, from right, like right, costume right. changes or uh, you know different set changes that you'd have to go through. A lot of times there'd be more turnover. And from what Alex was telling me, the show is a little bit more simple in design in order to allow for more distance. Oh yeah, yeah. So we obviously had to rehearse with uh, masks for the vast majority of the whole rehearsal process we've worn masks the only times that we haven't were um the times that we were filming the show and you know we've had okays from you know the board from whoever we've you know we wouldn't have done that if it wasn't okay so we're not using masks for that and we're not going to use it for our live shows but um it's very interesting to be on stage with a bunch of people and only be able to see like from their cheeks up and so it was a really cool thing whenever we got to record the show to like have like see people's smiles and see people's faces when they're singing it was just it was a really cool revelation i guess um trying to think of other things that have been different um this is definitely and this isn't really because of covid but we've definitely done a few different things with the set that we have like it's a lot more interactive i would say there's a lot of moving parts the lighting is just amazing like props to mr dykus for the lighting it it's it looks great it, i mean and what's funny is i going having a class in the auditorium at the in the last period of every day you can see it day by day mm-hmm. the progression of how it started and it started with uh um you know him just putting together the he took down the the white screen at the back or back mm-hmm. of the auditorium like, mm-hmm. and hung up started hanging things and it was painting like Alex does a great job year in and year out, and I don't know how he comes up with the, yeah. how he designs it. <laughs> I don't either. Um, but for this show, um, 
being that it's a smaller cast, um, do you feel like you've gotten to really know your fellow cast members really well? It's become like a tight knit uh, group. Yeah. So that's another really good question. Um, so I, in previous shows, I was well in Newsies. I was Davy, and then in Greece, I was Kaniki, which I didn't never got to perform that. But I wasn't necessarily like the one leading the department, which was okay. Like I wasn't trying to be a huge leader or whatever, but this year I've definitely had to be a leader to the rest of the cast because it can be discouraging to have to rehearse with masks and just, it's been a rough year all around and I've tried pretty hard to make a family out of the cast. And that's definitely been a lot easier with the 26 people in it as opposed to 50 because like this year I can look around at every single people or every single person and think um I don't and have a one-on-one relationship with that person which was a lot harder when there was more people and I've definitely enjoyed that and I would say that we are yes a lot closer this year because of the smaller number now for you um you know kind of explain God's spell a little bit because uh, I mentioned right at the onset that your part is of Jesus right so uh, what is God's spell what's the the story and you know what can people expect if they decide to watch it live or try to get into the live show so God's spell basically just a little summary it's a modern day retelling of the gospel of Matthew and it's not like you know we're not up on stage preaching the gospel preaching that um, you know you should all be Christian blah 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 it's not which, I mean, I don't, it's not preachy as much as it is interpretive. Right, right. That's kind of what Alex was telling us. It wasn't, it was not about... Um, it's not about converting people. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not about like, it's not going to look like you're at a church service. Correct. It's, it's more interpretive of the time, right? Yes. And so, um, you know, one of the things that I've been noticed, and I can't wait to watch the show, uh, by the way, um, but for your part... Um, do you feel like this this is one of the more challenging shows that you've had to do? Like, being a leading cast member, um, as you mentioned, like, last year you may not have been the lead role, but this year you are. I mean, you're the guy on the uh, poster. So, um, how do you think you've stepped up to the challenge of the leading role, and uh, do you think you've really thrived in that? I think that it's taken many nights of running through my track in my head which a track in musical theater is knowing like my track is at the beginning of the show i'm at this part of the stage then i have this amount of dialogue i say these lines then i go to this song that's your track you know thinking of what you do in the show and many nights before i go to bed i just repeat it over and over into my head and that's what you know even people who are in the ensemble who don't necessarily have a ton of speaking lines and stuff are still just as much, if not more important to the show. And they, everybody has to be doing that as well. Just constantly going over their track thinking, where do I have to be? And something that separated this role for me from other roles that I played is the way that I viewed acting. I used to think that acting was becoming the character because that's what, I mean, that, that is what it is. Uh, It's a really hard concept because you're told acting is becoming the character and there's a lot of method actors like Christian Bale and Leonardo DiCaprio and all these famous people. But what I've learned this year is that I, obviously I am not Jesus. And right. even when I'm on stage, I'm not trying to become Jesus. I'm trying to be an ambassador for that role. I'm trying to be the vessel for that role to be played. So on stage, this year, I've really had to be completely in control of every movement that I'm making on stage, every inflection of every word, as opposed to just going on autopilot and being this character and going here and doing this. I've had to be in my own head thinking, what would Jesus do? You know, how yeah. would he portray this line? And that's really exhausting. But I mean, that's what you have to do. Now, for uh, this show, yeah, you mentioned it. it's funny because I don't think everyone that I've ever talked to that's been in a musical production has mentioned something about the ensemble being as important as the leading roles yeah. um, to that. So with less ensemble members for this show, um, the talent that has to get through there, right? Because, uh, you know, there's far less people singing behind you. So how talented can you say that the ensemble behind you is? Man, they're insane. Like, seriously, it is a pleasure and a privilege to be in this show with people who are pulling their weight times 10. Like 
every single ensemble member in the show is so important because they all have specific things that they have to do. Like whenever I'm breaking the bread and passing it at the last supper, you know, like that communion has to be there. Like somebody has to remember, I go here and move this here and they have to, you know, they have to obviously know all their dances and all of their different one-liners. Yeah. And that's, that can be a lot more challenging than just remembering a monologue, you know, remembering I have a line here and then, Oh wait, I have a line here. That's, that's really hard to do. And, um, Caroline Beyer, um, she, so Ava Kelly, she got COVID at the beginning of the week that we filmed the show. Wow. Yeah. So she had to obviously not be at school and she couldn't film the show, which that breaks my heart for. Um, and I'm glad that she's here now and she's better now, but Caroline had to step up and sing her entire song, like found out Monday morning, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. It's like eight o'clock. Yeah. Like Caroline, you were singing this song. And then that week we had to split up all of Ava's lines and parts among everybody else. And you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. That's kind of like the adversity kind of, of, of doing a show in, uh, the times we're in now. And, uh, I know a lot of things, Miss Bowden always does a good job with, uh, you know, choosing shows and getting the productions. And I always have been pleased with the end result mm -hmm. from an audience perspective. So from Miss Bowden's perspective here, um, what do you think it meant to her to finally get things up and going? And how hard has she been pushing to make sure that you all uh, have gotten this musical, um, to be filmed and kept everything on track. So talk a little bit about Miss Bowden. Okay. So Miss Bowden obviously is the reason that this show's happening. She's the reason that it is great. And I feel like she was extremely ex to be completely honest, whenever she announced the show, I feel like there was a little bit of like what is this? Like I don't I don't know about this show. But she had her plan, and, like, within, like, the first, like, month of rehearsal, everybody was just in love with the show. And how she can, you know, I don't know. She just, she always has a plan. She's always four steps ahead. And she was, like, freaking out yesterday because of how good the promo is. She loves that, uh, the video, the promo video that came out yesterday. And she was, like, in the auditorium, like, yelling about it. Like, I'm so excited for all this. And that's really awesome to be able to see our director so happy about the show. And that gives us all energy. And that makes us all more invested in the show whenever our director is so excited about it, too. So, and she, I don't know, she's just made a lot of really good directorial decisions that, I mean, it's kind of an inside joke between me and her and whoever else, you know, she'll give the most vague directorial decision, like do this. And I'll be like, okay. Cause she does so many little things that just, I don't know. She does so many little things that makes the show brilliant. Now, uh, kind of getting into my final couple of questions here. Um, it is great that the show is happening and, uh, kind of one of the only downsides of it is when you have a musical, the traditional is the larger cast. And that means you're going to, with a smaller cast, you have less uh, members that maybe uh, are underclassmen that would have gotten a chance to sh uh, prove themselves uh, this year. So um, how have you as a leader of uh, the, the theater department tried to keep underclassmen invested in what they're doing and not give up? Right. So regarding the underclassmen that are in the show, um, we have about, f there's no freshmen. I think there's five sophomores and um you know we've all tried to you know they uh, they're way they're i don't know they're crazy they're crazy in a good way yeah uh, the underclassmen that are in the show are so talented dude like it's insane and we all know it and we all try to encourage them all the time like you know this department's going to be yours soon and you know and there's underclassmen that aren't in the show that i've talked to um that you know, didn't get an opportunity to be in a show last year or they were going to, and they didn't get to be in it because of COVID. And so it's just a lot of really trying to get them to not lose faith in the department, I guess. Um, really trying to get people to just stay invested in the shows, even through this crazy time. Cause this show has been really hard to put on through COVID, but, um, yeah, I've talked to a few underclassmen and just tried to get their opinions on what's going on and sway them towards auditioning for more shows. And like I said, the underclassmen that we have in Godspell are just super good, and I hope that they keep 
auditioning for shows. Now, um, you hear it a lot uh, here at McCracken is how can you watch the show? And uh, of course, we encourage all of our listeners, uh, and I'm sure you have as well, Jonathan. And the promo came out, and mm-hmm. you just mentioned it. If you want to watch Godspell, how can you do that? So if you want to watch the show, you can stream it. You go to showticks4u.com. That's show and then T-I-X, the number four, the letter U.com. Search McCracken, and you can buy tickets to stream it at 7.30 p.m. on April 29th, 30th, and May 1st. Um, There is a very limited number of tickets for a live audience. Each cast member is only getting a handful for, like, family. Um, So we're going to have a super small live audience, but... If you are able to stream the show, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. We had some really good videographers come out, and it's gonna be a movie. It's gonna look really good. Um, It'll definitely yeah. look like it's uh, professionally done yes. from the videography uh, aspect mm-hmm. as well as uh, what you all have been able to accomplish on stage. And, you know, whenever you recorded, did you really feel like, you know, man, we finally got here. We finally had a performance and we were ready for this. So, um, yes, I did. The, we On Friday, we ran through the show a couple times. And then uh, when we recorded it, the second we did the show around three o'clock, we recorded it. And Miss Bowden surprised us by bringing in a ton of alumni from the theater department um to come watch the show and that was absolutely insane like that was our first time having like a genuine audience and they were all alumni people that we look up to people that have shaped the department into what it is people that you've probably performed with yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so that had to have been incredibly cool it was something i hadn't heard about that's awesome Mm -hmm. so uh the Godspell that starts streaming uh april 29th 30th and may 1st at showticks4u.com We've been speaking with Jonathan Strachan, who plays Jesus in McCracken County Theater Musical of Godspell. Um, That's the end of the first segment. We're going to come back with more on the main report. Welcome back to the main report. Jameson is here with us now. Hello. Uh, once again, thanks to Jonathan for coming on. And we uh, this will be airing on the final day of Godspell. And I hope, you know, I'll have gotten my tickets to watch it then, uh, by then. And I encourage you, if you want to watch it, to have the streaming rights. It's at showticks4u.com. Um, and they've been working incredibly hard. So once again, thanks to Jonathan. And Jameson's back with me now. Uh, Hi, guys. Because we recorded that segment uh, when I was not, or when he was not here. Um, we did it during the school day, actually, because uh, they rehearsed directly after school, which is exactly when we record. So that doesn't work out very well. So they made time, or he made some time, and we uh, we figured it out. Now you're back with us here, and uh, we've had a lot going on uh, when it comes not really in the educational world per se no but that's all starting next week yeah that starts next week don't we have chromebook pickup within not next week but the week after it's like like monday may 10th or something like that i think and then we got a lot of stuff going on hey we we uh we really what is it called reminisced last week yeah um do you have something more you wanted to add or something yeah, a little bit, just because I, I think it got more more real-ish to an extent. Yeah. And it's that we got we just got our first chords. Yeah, we did get our first chords, actually, for media. Which, for this podcast. For, yeah, for doing this podcast. Thank you, Mrs. Ms. Griffith. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, yeah that, that, that felt more real. Like, you get your chords. I don't know when we get our cap and gown. That's supposed to be mailed soon-ish. Yeah. I'm not the greatest when it comes to, like... You know, whenever people tell me good news or whatever or bad news, yeah, I'm not. I never have a great reaction to anything like what people are expecting. Yeah, because okay, normally I hate when people like tell me good dry. news. When people tell me like, "Oh, I got good news," and then they don't tell me it immediately. So like, whatever I think it's gonna be, it's always a disappointment. Like, but no, it was like when she handed me the cord. It was I was trying to figure out in my mind, is this a good thing? Or, or is it like a sad thing? Yeah. Or should, should I be sad or should I be happy I got this? Well, if and you're fans probably, of the show. Probably uh, both. Well, we've got another big announcement 
coming for that later. Um, the show will continue after us. Really? I talked. I talked to you was, about this was, yesterday. I, I know you told me. You told me the show was going to continue because uh, I'd said maybe it wouldn't. We'll announce. We didn't know. We'll announce who it is starting next week. Um, when he he's going to join us for the final really? three ep- or two episodes of the show. So let's say this is episode. No, this is the three more episodes. We're going to do a week. Uh, a We're show on the week of graduation. Week of graduation. Well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So three shows remaining for us, and uh, the show will continue. I told. I've told. It is a. a it's a guy. Um, really narrowing it down there. Yeah, a junior. So he's going to be a senior. Um, and I was just happy that somebody was interested, and he's really excited. So we'll announce who that is next week. Um, but it really is exciting that the show is going to continue, and we didn't just start and end something. Start and end something. That that would be kind. Of, I mean, not depressing, but it was. It's just cool that we did. Another this. funny thing that kind of you and I have whenever I was explaining the show, I'm like, you you're going to want to find a co-host to do it with you. You have a good back and forth with. You can ma- easily make conversation. Um, he's going to have a harder time with a co-host than you and I. Yeah, because we live in the same house. Yeah, we we know each other well. So anyway, I would hope. Yeah, if we were twin, those twins that you know didn't talk, that would be kind of. Do those people really exist though, or do they just not? I think that it talk? more more often that like when twins don't talk, it happens like something happened later in life. That yeah, they never... like if you wronged me somehow at age twenty five, then maybe I wouldn't talk to you after that. But I don't think it happens when you still live under the same roof. Sure. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, we've had a lot of sports going on here. Hey, and man, finals are coming up. We got all that stuff. We we're talking about Chromebook collection. Yeah, I know. That's coming up. Um, baseball and softball. Man, oh man, have they been killing it recently. They have. Um, particularly uh, softball, 11 in a row. 11 wins in a row at the date of recording. That's so awesome. I think they play tomorrow as well. They yeah. play They play someday before this comes out. They they um, play, they're supposed to play, I think, St. Mary, no, maybe not St. Mary, but they are playing. Baseball was supposed to play St. Mary's today, but that didn't happen. On Thursday, these Thursday games are definitely not happening. It was been, it's been pouring on and off all day. And next week, the forecast looks bad. I mean, it just looks not good at all. It's yeah, some, next week it's is like supposed to be. It's like five out of seven days next week, it has a chance of rain around 40%. Hopefully not, because we have, uh, we've got baseball games next week here. Which both of us are now involved in. Yeah, and uh, baseball and softball are finally home. They've both been on a, like a little bit of a trip. Do they happen trip. to play a game on the same day? Yeah. So next two, well, we're going to get into that. We're okay. going to get into it. Um, as always, this isn't really a sport. This isn't a sports show, but we will talk about sports from time to time. We talk about it because it's normally the easiest thing to know what's going on at the school, and it's going. It's actually going on right now. Yes. Not which, a lot of not a lot of things are going on. Now, the first thing we're going to get into is um, it pertains to sports, but anytime a group wins the national championship, you got to be a little bit proud. For the fifth time in uh, school history, the co-ed cheer team won the national championship. Yay. Yay. Well, that that sounded sarcastic, but really congratulations. Um <laughs> that wasn't supposed to come out like that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> really congratulations. Um the team that they won the virtual contest, and Graves then, County, who's yeah, you know, like fifteen minutes down the road from here, thirty, thirty-ish, won the in-person championship. McCracken and Graves County will go against each other head-to-head in person for the state championship, and then the team that got third was, was Dyer, Dyer, Tennessee, County, which is an hour. I mean, just think about it. This is the nationals for cheer and then all of these schools are within like an hour of each other that's crazy well dire tennessee is a little farther away but they're all very they're all within a hundred miles yeah that's there's a lot of good cheer in this area and you see that a lot with like uh kentucky colleges and sometimes you know tennessee colleges they're always have good cheer teams but anyway i don't know a whole lot about cheer yeah i don't know whenever much i was watching that. the video people are like this is what this is like a front pass or something like that or this is supposed to be a, a a tuck or whatever i'm like don't don't know it's like when you hear ksr try to talk about volleyball oh god horrendous at it if anyone yeah and then they became the biggest kentucky volleyball fans when they realized they happened to be good even though there's no way they even knew when they were playing before that 
they only well here here's where it started and I, i'll i think i was the one that told you about this um ksr starts on my way to school yes kentucky sports radio and for the most part i like them they're kentucky fans that are not always talking about kentucky if you know what i mean like yeah they have a radio show that's very relatable, even though if it is the primary I focus. I do like Kentucky. Matt Jones. I don't know the other guy's name, but I also enjoy him. Shannon and Shannon the Dude and uh, okay Ryan Lemon or something like that. I know three of them. There's probably I think there's four. Anyway, really? um, back to what you were saying about volleyball, and I'll, I'll make this quick. They were they were like, oh, by the way, the biggest news, and we're starting with volleyball, is the Kentucky volleyball team is in like the is final in the final four, four and I'm like. And then they're like, have you any of you watched volleyball before? And they're like, no, there's like six girls out there, and one of them is the Libero. I'm like, oh. Like you can't even like, pronounce it right? I may be pronouncing it wrong, okay? Like, but in all my experience with volleyball, which isn't much, it's more somewhere than them, around though. 25 games of PA announcing. Yes. They've always called it the Libero. Yes, and that's all I've heard in my admittedly smaller sample size than you of like five games but they had no they're like they're like oh and that with the one girl it just they interviewed for the volleyball coach the next day yes before the championship game and they're like it just seems like your girls are hitting the ball harder (laughs) that was one of the questions and the coach (laughs) is like um um (laughs) the the coach was like well velocity is something that we really strive for is hitting the ball at the correct spot creating the kills and they had no idea what a kill was by the way wow so com- total novices Could they didn't do they were talking about digs occasion they did know what a dig was that's self pretty self-explanatory how did we end up on this because we're talking about things we didn't know what we were talking okay, about. okay well we don't know anything about cheer just as much as ksr didn't know no, anything about volleyball. about volleyball and now all of a sudden they're like the biggest UK volleyball fans ever because unlike their basketball team, they were good. Like, yes. There it is. Now, next topic, right? Congratulations. Yes. C- congratulations. Congratulations <laughs> to the cheer team. Uh, their season's not over yet. One team that is in season, and good for them, uh, the softball team. Holy crap. Have they been good recently? Like, not often do I uh, look through scores and think, "Wow!" Like because McCracken softball has been good, like yeah, through so the entire it takes history. More, it takes more to wow us than it takes a lot of people. Winning eleven games to a lot of schools is huge, and that's like you know every year. It now, feels like there's McCracken, an eleven game win streak, but the, it's the the manner and the fact that McCracken County softball is going in. They are hardly giving up any runs, and they're scoring a lot. Like they're. I mean, the, the, the amount of hits they're getting is insane. And over the last four wins they've had, which is... Okay. They have outscored their opponents 54-2. to two. They've given up two runs in four games and scored 54. Wow. That's that's pretty incredible. I mean, what more can you say about that? That is a... That's the plus minus on run differential that you're like, I'll take that. All right. Yeah, that, that'll work. Um. And it's ever, and they've, you know what, but has been impressive. They've won like seven of those games on the road. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That started with like beating Marshall County. Or was that including that? Or was that in the middle? I don't remember. It, it, it a lot started with, um, hang I think on. They played I, Madisonville before that and they beat Madisonville. Let me go, let me go into KHSAA and, well, I know there's because, there's other people that talk about sports around this these parts that also put disrespect on the baseball team. Yeah, and um, then the baseball team dominated Paducah Tillman. I don't care that the score was eight to four; it was not eight to four. Close. It was eight to one. Absolutely not. Going into the bottom of the seventh, and Tillman had one hit. They ended up only having two hits the whole game. Three hits. Three hits. No two. No, it it was the two. pitchers gave up three hits. Well, I, I sh- the scoreboard I the said two hits. The scoreboard said two hits. It was two hits and four errors for Tillman. The official scoring must have been uh, must have been different than what the scoreboard said. But correct. Yeah. The official scoring. I'm looking at baseball. The now. game was close for approximately 12 seconds. McCracken scored two runs in the top of the first inning. I kind of knew that was it was over then. And then and then Tillman got a double, a one out double, almost a home run in the bottom of the first, and then it wasn't close after that. It. 
well, we can we could break this game down all day because yeah, because we were actually there, unlike some other people. Yeah, well, we were. Yeah, we were there. We were. I look for these kinds of things though. Like this, that's why I love baseball. There's so many different. There's so many different like uh, nuances to the game that can completely change the outcome. Particularly when an umpire makes a call at second base, that was. <laughs> I mean, we'll be oh, honest. Boy. There was a, que- there a was couple of three. questionable calls in the in by the field. I'm Tillman was lucky to not get run rolled in that game. Yeah, McCracken ended their lat the top of the s- the fifth and the top of the sixth with the bases loaded. Now I'll say, and I know this with a- an absolute fact, um, that the umpires that we have in the first region are still better than most other regions in the state. Like, oh yeah, by far, we see it in the state tournament um, a lot. Or come regional tournament, like basketball. Regional tournament, yeah. You have the region two referees refereeing region one games, and they just, they'll let things go. You can get hacked. Um, Lots of, that's why our region, that's why our region uh, one tournament games are always super low scoring. Yeah, that's why, um, yeah, because there's hardly any foul shots. They need, they need a shot clock still, but that's beside the point. Anyways, McCracken won. Eight to four. It was not that close under any circumstance. I mean, and then there was another point in the game. It was five to one, I think. Maybe Tillman had made it five to two, and they had two people on. I think one out. Tucker comes in, strikes out two people in like six pitches. Absolutely. That's that's over. one of the things I was going to say. Is over. Josh Tucker came in, and you could just the tell only, the only inning that was like stressed or whatever that there was a high stress moment. The final inning, like. No, the before that, because even even after he threw the ball away, yeah, it was still a four run game. Like, sure, yeah, the the tying run was never even close to the plate, and he and then he he they ended up getting out of that. and It was fine, but they dominated that game. It was, and if you'd watched McCracken, which I know some people haven't, because it's it's sometimes you can't get to him. They they'd been like this all all year, and like okay, you lost to Graves, um, Graves you. McCracken played the Yankees and they went and beat him once. If you yeah. played him a hundred times, like okay, you're gonna lose an arb and uh, what's the word for uh, an arbitrary and yeah, any arbitrary game you could lose. And then they played Lion, and if you actually what if you actually paid attention to what happened that game, McCracken played all freshmen at pitchers, all of them. I don't because know. they needed a game, because they needed Hobbs to be back, because they thought they were going to play Lafayette and Trinity, and that ended up not happening. Right. But, like, they clearly didn't care to win that game. Like, it they was, just needed it was the a, game. It was a recovery slash, like, let's just get things. And that Lyon County team would have been better te- a better team than anybody Tillman had played. Lyon County, I'll tell you, that's a, I, I watched them a little bit over spring break. They were, uh, I don't know if Scrappy's the right way to put it. They play the game the right way for the team they have. I hate you. Why? The they play the game the right way team person is no, the worst. No, they they play the they play it well for Please the team they have. Please elaborate on what you mean. I, I'm I'm just telling you they don't have a lot of pitching depth. Okay. Um. Well, that's not true. They have three good good starters. Okay. Um. And. Uh, I don't know how you want me to elaborate. What I'm saying is they may not be like a McCracken where your team batting average is 500, 500 or, but they and their situational ERA, hitting is perfect. And your team ERA is like one. Now, as I said, we're not a sports show, so we won't talk. continue to talk about this. But one thing I will bring up. It is the best thing we have going on right now, though. It is. You're right. Um, but I will bring up now, uh, next Tuesday, it's a big day here at McCracken County. Softball and baseball play the home series against Tillman. Oh, that'll be fun. Both teams at the exact same time, 6 o'clock start, um, right here at McCracken County High School. So at Edward Jones Field and Baptist Health Field, both will be playing Tillman. I can guarantee at least one of those is going to be a blowout. Um, I, I'll, Well, if, we're, if I'm a betting man here, <laughs> the over-under on the softball game. I'm taking the over on what McCracken's going to score. Yeah, they're going to score plenty. And then I'm sure Tillman's going to make make sure Justin West is pitching for the, the second game. You know what? I actually want that. I, I do too, I, just to make it that I much better. I was honestly a little bit disappointed that uh, They got it to was shell pain. somebody out. 
it was pain pitching for uh, Tillman because then, they had just played a lot over the weekend. Yeah, and Jack Bennett, like nothing on Jack Bennett. It's just I like I when you see McCracken and Tillman, the two best teams in this district and region. You want you want to see the marquee pitchers, which by the way, I still can't pinpoint who that would be for McCracken. You could it say could it was be like ben, five people. Ben Higdon. It could be Jack Bennett. Like it, it could, could be, be Rivers Moffitt. It could be Ross Aldridge. Actually, that's one of the things that Grant Godwin told me is like the pitching depth has been insane, and it's really hard to. It would be incredibly hard to pick. You, you I can't. Anyway, yeah, I I just want to see McCracken's offense square up against West because, you know, we've been hearing that this Levin East kid, yeah, was. You know, like Tillman had the best he'd one, given up, punch. He'd given up like one earned run going into the game, and he got absolutely shit. He gave up three, three earned runs. No, he gave up one earned run going into that game. Though. Correct. Yeah, and then he got absolutely shelled in that game. It yeah. wasn't just like oh, he got unlu- baseball unlucky, and they hit some bloop singles, and you know they they had some errors. No, he got crushed. Yeah, and they hit the ball hard that, every at bat. That was one of the things like that call at second base where they. Said McCracken had a guy out because they, the catcher or the guy at second bobbled the ball. And they said it was on the transfer, even though he never had it in his glove. But that's beside the point. Then you would have had one out, or sorry, no outs and bases and loaded. And the bases loaded again, and he'd already given up like two runs. And then the next one was like a sack fly or something. Yeah. I mean, McCracken, the, once again, the, the score does not tell you the whole story. The game wasn't close ever. It was a, I will admit, it was a great crowd for a baseball game, though. Hey, that there's, it's hard to beat sold out like a sold out Brooks Stadium, McCracken Tillman. Oh, it was because it, it feels better at Brooks because you just have more. Like I love, I love our field. I our McCracken's baseball facility. The field looks great. It's a, it's too big of a park, but it's nice. <laughs> it's a major league park we're playing. But in. Brooks Stadium is the, uh, basically the same size. It's just as big. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's slightly bigger, isn't it? Or but like, they have less foul territory. That's the thing. They have. Um, they have slight. I think that's about the same field depth, but I, the the walls are taller. Exactly. Um, so like that that shot that the the Tillman kid hit. I think it was a. Uh, I don't remember who. It wasn't East. It was the dude that bats in front of East. Um, he hit one off the wall uh, for Tillman. He plays shortstop. I think he hit one off the wall for Tillman, and it probably would have been a home run here. Uh, yeah, he crushed it. it. May it may have been. He absolutely crushed this baseball. I don't think it would have been a, a, a home run here. It would have been but pretty you, close. You take that game down to Marshall County, that's home run. You take that game to anywhere else in the, the state, pretty much, it's a home run. Exactly. Um, we talked about Godspell, did we not? Yes. I mean, other than the fact you had the <laughs> oh, interview. We had a whole interview about it. Yeah, a whole it. interview right. about it. Uh, that was a few days ago now. Um, now, another thing that's interesting, we're going to stop talking about sports here. Um, the greenhouse is open, JMO. Okay. Once again, actually, that was uh, last year, and it's Coach Hobbs, the baseball coach, is in charge of that. His ag students uh, run the greenhouse. They raise the plants. And last year during the pandemic, think about it. By March, most all all the plants have been planted, and they're, like, starting to grow and things, okay. right? When March 13th came around, Coach Hobbs had to tend to the entire greenhouse himself because he had no students to do it. That's disgusting. And think about it. During the pandemic, that was in the early days when people were actually like kind of frightened and took it a little more seriously. Yeah. Um, People would walk in or they still sold the greenhouse out via drive-by and scheduled appointments. Mm -hmm. It was great. So that's back open. 7.30 7.30 to 2, Monday through Friday, and then 9 to 1 on the weekend, or on Saturday, until May 21st, or, or until run out of the stuff, greenery right? is gone. Yeah. The greenery. I would expect the greenery to be gone before May 21st. Hey, um, a little pro tip that Hobbs told me as well, which I love it, by the way. Not only is he a great baseball coach, he, he gave me a good, some good plant uh, flower planting advice. When which filling was? a planter, you want a... A spiller, a filler to like cover the, a lot of the dirt in your pot, okay. your planter, something that spills over the edge of the planter. Okay. So it, it gives it some, uh, I'm trying to sound artistic here, I just can't, some fluff and <laughs> some depth. fluff. Okay. Fluff's a great word. And uh, a grower, something that grows up high. So a spiller, a filler, filler and a grower. a grower. Actually, he told me all the old ladies tell him that, but- 
<laughs> about right. I'll give him credit. Uh, so yeah. Either go way, ahead. you heard it from him. I heard it from him. I mean, what what else is there to say about that? There isn't. Spiller, filler, and a grower. Um, so uh, this is the main report. If you're listening to us on ninety four point three WKYX, and this uh, show is available anywhere you get your podcasts by searching for the main report. My name is Brendan Evers. The main M A N E, as in yeah, M A N E, not alongside not Jameson Evers. Uh, we're kind of we got nostalgic last week, right? Felt good. It did and sad at the same time. Yeah, uh, it's we said it. It's the definition of bittersweet, but it's becoming more sweet as we as I go. I'm becoming more excited. I'm excited because I. Ooh, I'm excited because I. You know, it's something you've looked forward to for a while now. Yeah, you've looked forward to graduating. You do. And we get to have graduation outside. Now, uh, we kind of divvied it up, and I'm sure a lot of seniors are uh, figuring out who to give their 10 tickets to. You and I get 10 tickets each, right? Yeah, we kind of cheat the system a little we, bit. So that means, what, are we at 18 now? Yeah, People I think. that would want to come, or hopefully? Yeah, that's of all the people we would ask, but I'm not anticipating every single one of them being a yes. Sure. Well... Hopefully they'd say yes if they cared, you know. There's two or three that I'm like, eh, probably not coming. We'll still give them the invite. Um, now, <laughs> you know, we saw last week, and I, I still I just hate to get on Instagram now. Anytime there's like a dance, quote unquote, how high school students just feel the need to post all their pictures on Instagram. You still use Instagram? I mean, I have it, but I never use it. That's like how mo- that's the the thing that people post pictures on, right? Yeah. I I've I think the last thing I posted was like January, no, uh December 5th or something, whatever day we lost mail. That was the last day I posted anything on Instagram. And yeah, because you did the be- cliche thing on Instagram where you're like 75 out at the end or something like that. Uh yeah, something of that Every nature. Every athlete does that and I don't understand the point of it. Something of that nature, but yeah. Blakely was like 72 out. I'm like, yeah. Okay. You know, somebody could take that number. It's not yeah, like your number is going to be hung from the hung, hung from hung the, rafters. From the rafters. No, there's only one person's number that deserves to be hung from the rafters and that's the number 61 for Elijah Boone. Oh, well, yes. Actually, we need to get on that. We need to talk to coach Clark. Be like, we need to retire Boone's retire number. the number 61. And hang it from like where would you hang it from like th- something someplace visible on the scoreboard or something like that? Yeah, right, right below the scoreboard. Oh yeah, we need to hang the sixty-one or like Elijah Boone Field. <laughs> rename <laughs> the rename because it. you got the stadium right. We you have Marquette rename. Stadium. We can rename the field too, Elijah Boone Field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope Boone I listens to this show. I want, I want this to be a thing now. We got to work on it. We'll. Stay. Keep listening to the main report for next week. We'll bring we'll, updates. We'll, we'll have updates on if we can get the field name to Elijah Boone Field. <laughs> I'll just break the news. It's not happening, but we can ask at least. Okay, <laughs> we're still gonna ask. Because, we're still gonna try. Um, why not? We can ask Gino. Maybe he says yes. <laughs> Almost certainly no, but still, you never know. Um, so um, I, I've kind of been a lot of seniors now. Um, by the way, did you know, I, I just learned this today and a lot of seniors, it's like, we're the last year's senior class didn't get it, but we're kind of sort of getting it. The festivities that a lot of seniors do. Okay. Get like, to the point. IE senior skip day, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's a, apparently next week. It's probably so, not very good that I don't even know when it is. You will not see me next Friday. Just not here. Is it Friday? Friday that May 12th. You will All not right, see I me. Guess I'm, I guess I won't be here on Friday, May 12th. Um, <laughs> and somebody said that in my fifth period, and which is all seniors, by the way. And they're like, oh, I would have been that like one dude I that was I would have been the here. one senior to show up. I would have been too. I I didn't know it was a thing. If I had been that, I would have like called, texted my parents and been like, check me out now. Yes, yes, I would be leaving. Because even though we're 18, we can't, we still can't leave. We can't? I don't think we can check ourselves out. Oh, that is disgusting. Well, legally without... You could just walk out. Watch somebody, like, makes a test on that day. 
and because you're skipping, it's an excuse. I mean, I only zero. have three classes. I wouldn't be able to. Can't relate. <sighs> Slacker. I only have three as well. One of them is newscast. Um, one of them is jazz. So I mean, that's not a whole lot how, going on there. Well, newscast is something. Yeah, but you're not going to have a newscast test. Well, speaking of newscast, the newscast uh, got third place in uh, overall newscast set behind uh, Brentwood and uh, Highlands. Brentwood in Tennessee? Yeah. It's a, it's a regional contest. Oh, okay, okay. Brentwood and uh, Highlands High School. Really? So from the Western Kentucky uh, Media Awards for high school. Damn, Highlands beating us again. Yeah. Um, now, I'll brag on myself a little bit. I was named, uh, or I was awarded most valuable broadcast team member. So, really? What I do for McCracken's newscast apparently warranted an, an award. And Miss um, Griffith I, is probably listening to the show. Thank you for nominating me. It means a lot. And I talked about how my initial reactions to things are not good. You were probably like, I'm like, dang. oh, dang, that's cool. And <laughs> just like that, no smile I was, broken oh, at I all. Think, I was like, really? That's cool. And then I'm like, I'm not in it for the awards, but that's still cool. You're like, there's no way I was the most valuable person. There has to be like one kid that runs their own newscast somewhere. Like, um, You live with me. You know how much stuff I do. Yeah, yeah. It's There's more probably a, very few people who do as much as me. I mean, when it comes to one class, as we say, everything else. That, like, I'll be honest. Like, I'm not. I haven't finished a couple of math assignments just because it's way more fun for me to make a graphic for the voice, like voice round four. Which, by the way, that airs next week. Or sorry, it's airing tomorrow. I think. Correct. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, during first period. We're recording on Thursday, so it, it will have already recorded. It'll be up on YouTube. It'll um, be a McCracken winner. County High School Media Arts classes. They'll have picked a winner it. by then, correct? No, that's next week. Oh, so there's five rounds? We get, Do we yeah. get down to like two people next week? So what? how it works to divvy or to get out the, the last few or to select the last remaining candidates are okay. um, the judges are going to pick the top three and then the top three get voted on. Okay, and, and that'll we pick were the last... at the final six. Okay, and then out of the top three, we're gonna pick. We're gonna then it's the student vote. You pay two dollars, one dollar to watch and one dollar to cast your vote with it. Okay, it's it's. Le- I don't think it's optional to vote this time or to like you. Like last time, I just paid to watch and you I didn't did not vote. vote. I like. I sorry. I wonder if you could pay to vote and not watch. That defeats the purpose. <laughs> that quite literally defeats the purpose. What if you got to watch anyways? Because you have to vote, so you have to know what you're voting for. Maybe you just made a dollar back. Seriously, if you're listening, vote voting should never be... Like, high school voting is always a popularity contest. Yeah, it should be blind. And I, I'll say, like, Miss Bolin is, has a bunch of things on her plate, but, like, those senior superlatives... The same, like, eight people, eight boys and girls got nominated for, like, six different things. So, I know people that are going to win by default on some, just mm-hmm. because the uh, you can't get more than one superlative, apparently. So, like, they're the only one that's not, that's going to win that specific subject, because somebody else have already won a superlative. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so it, like, it was Alan, like three Alan's, Alan's voted for most memorable and most likely to be president. But if he wins, he says he's going to get most memorable. So somebody else is going to get most likely to be president by default. I voted for him on both of those. I did as well. No, I don't remember which I did for most likely to be president. But then like Mason Wooten is also in most likely to be president, but he's going to get like whatever. What's the most prestigious one? I forgot. Uh, most likely to succeed, to succeed. or like Mr. No, Mr. MCHS. Mr. I think. MCHS. He's going to do that one. I can understand. So. The third person, which is Ben Schofield, is probably going to win most likely to be president, even though we may have got the fewest votes. That could be. Yeah. So, I mean, like, some of them's like, people are going to win by default. We could have, we didn't give our pitch for Jessica. Jessica, like, really wanted to be, she was surprised that she got, just because all the people in media and, like, Vote, like newscast, most athletic female. We're like, I can't think of three female athletes, which is bad. <laughs> That's terrible. 
And so they're like, Jessica, you run track, right? And she's like, yeah. And, and like, you did wrestling for two days. <laughs> she's still really proud of that. I know. It's the greatest she, two days she's had. Apparently. And she was, she's like, I'm so sad I didn't do wrestling freshman year. I didn't know girls could do wrestling. Then I don't think Coach Self was the coach. Coach Self was not. The previous coach, which I will refrain from saying his name, wasn't a fan of that. Wasn't a fan of that, but like schools like Callaway did it this year in wrestling. Yeah, but sometimes when you're McCracken, you think you're above doing things like that. I, I just don't get that. I don't get it. I will refrain from saying anything else. I, I really think when it comes to... I don't. I hate whenever a bigger high school or whatever, a bigger anything like company, feels that they have nothing to learn from somebody smaller than them, which smaller. you always do. Yeah, you can always learn something and be better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. You're correct. We um, yeah. When am I not? Stop it. I mean, come on now. I mean, you're about to be wrong because you're about to go lose in ping pong. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll give a little backstory on that. Jameson has only beaten me like three times, and I've beaten him like 27, so... Sure, but I've also been practicing, mostly because I've been playing with Boone and you getting can way practice better. as much as you want, and I'll... Once again, update next week. I'll, I mean, I'll just... We'll tell you who won. We'll tell you who won. Spoiler alert, it's going to be the fatter one. <laughs> um. So, uh, keep in mind, so next week, we were talking about senior stuff. Next week is uh that is um when shoot what am i thinking finals is it yeah um not finals that's not next week the week after the week after um the 14th 13th and 14th yes those are coming up quickly i was gonna say next week is when we uh um turn in our stuff that's next saturday um that's when we pick up turn in our chromebooks we pick up our um we pick up our cap and gowns Ooh. So when it, it it gets real, what are Damn. you what are you doing? Are you like questioning my dates here? No, I was gonna go look to see if I knew any of them, but yeah, it's gonna be getting real in the next two weeks because we only have after this week we have two week we have eight days of school. Correct. Oh, um, now that now that now that it's eight days, that feels real. Eight school days. Eight school I'm days feels down. real. Um, so no that, nine because we have school tomorrow. Yeah, so um, it's all coming to a close. Uh, a little bit quickly um, um, that's our show everybody today we'll come back next week with not only a new show but a new person Jameson um, so that'll be exciting for Jameson Evers I'm Brendan Evers at McCracken County High School so long everybody <laughs>